Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Survivor Podcast. We are live recapping the season finale of Survivor Season 41. Um, what a wild ride it has been. What a wild night it was. Uh, I can't believe the fact that we are already recapping the finale. It feels like just yesterday, once again, that we were, you know, so excited for the season to get started. Uh, I'm going to let the people uh, trickle in here. Obviously, it's a little bit later than normal, two hours later than we normally podcast, 11.15 Eastern time. I am Dylan Bird alongside my co-host, Ryan Winthrop. What's up, Ryan? Dylan, this is such a exciting surreal feeling you know obviously we haven't had a finale or a new survivor winner in the hall of fame uh since may of 2020 so it's been a year and a half since we had a new season and finally we had a new winner um and it's and like you said it, it, it can't believe it's already over it feels like the season went by in a blur uh, i can't wait to go into it with you i can't wait to talk about the finale recognize our new winner erica and um just talk about season 41 yeah, I'm really excited. And before we get into it, wanted to remind everyone to be sure to hit the like button on this video, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Um, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, on Spotify, leave us a five-star rating, a five-star review. That would be you know really helpful and we would really appreciate that. In addition, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soul Survivor Pod. Um, also, you know, feel free to DM us on Twitter whenever you want, stuff like that. Tweet at us your opinions, um, comment your opinions on, you know, the outcome of the season. We would love to hear it. Also be sure to, you know, file in your questions as we go along here, because we will be answering as many questions as we could. Um, and let's get right to it. Um, obviously normally we go chronologically tonight. Let's just get right into it. Erica is your winner survivor season 41. Um, I think I need to, um, criticize myself a little bit for underestimating Erica. Obviously we had, we had a, um, our, our first female winner since season 34 where Sarah won, um, obviously very, very significant moment. Um, also our first Canadian winner. So congratulations to Erica on those two feats. Um, but this was, this was pretty unexpected in my opinion, pretty crazy. Um, a lot of people were talking about how Erica had the weirdest, one of the weirdest edits ever for winner. I mean, there were, we basically didn't really know her until the episode where it seemed like that they were going to throw the challenge to get her out. Um, Danny and Deshaun. And I, th I you know, I kind of have mixed feelings. I tweeted out something and I said, you know, Erica gave a phenomenal tribal council speech tonight, in my opinion, by far the best of the three. And I think it's a major reason why she won. Um, and it's kind of the cherry on top to what was, I think a better game than the edit showed us. And, you know, again, a lot of people talked about how Erica was very underrated under edited this season i actually think that survivor purposely under edited her um to make us view erica the way that the rest of the cast viewed erica kind of up until the end um you know the edit i think wanted us to underestimate erica um but also kind of give us little cues that she was doing maybe more than we anticipated and also at the same time i think the edit wanted to misdirect us which it certainly did as far as i'm concerned edit reading it might be dead after tonight um and I think that, you know, while I, I appreciate that, like, that's how they told their story, I also do wish that we could have known a little bit more about Erica throughout the season. This way, we kind of weren't in the dark when it kind of came to the end. And we're like thinking to ourselves, well, like, oh, she did do this. She did do this. Whereas, you know, a lot of the other players we kind of had in mind their resume where Erica, you know, it was kind of like the last few episodes. We really got a lot of it. So um, but, but I don't want to like take away what Erica did. I actually think, you know, that at the end, hearing her final tribal council speech, and I clearly, this was clear in terms of how the ju jury viewed it. I think she did play a very good game, very solid game. I thought that she voted the right way. The last eight votes 
which is very significant. I think something that's incredibly underrated. Um, and like she explained, she was somebody who was on the bottom, but, you know, kind of maneuvered into the, uh, into the, into the majority Alliance, um, at the end and again, voted the right way, ended up being the player to get out the biggest threat in this game in Ricard and then was good enough. You know, so we could, we could debate whether she's good enough socially to get to the ends like that, or Xander just made a mistake. Obviously that's something to debate before. Uh, but I want to let you talk your thoughts on Erica winning. Um, obviously, I, that was a lot to say there. But yes, congratulations to Erica. She played a great game. And there's definitely still a lot to discuss here. <laughs> yeah, there's, and that's why this is so exciting, because there's a million things to go into. You you just briefly mentioned Xander's decision about taking Erica. Now I, now I want to go into that. But there's a million things to focus on. So we'll have to kind of go bit by bit. And then Dylan and I were talking before the podcast. We'll go as much as we can into it tonight. But we already know it's 11.22 by us. Um, so we're obviously going to have postseason content when we also go into more about the season. So there will be a lot more to dive into. But to answer your question about Erica, um, I do want to obviously give her her flowers. I think Erica did play a, a great game. I think you made a really good point when, when you tweeted this out that it's possible that the edit wanted us as the audience to underestimate her the way that the cast did. I, I think that's a very astute observation um, because I think a lot of us did underestimate Erica. We didn't talk about her at all in the pre-merge. And then as the post-merge went on, we slowly said, okay, Erica's doing some stuff. And then I think as we got to the end, we said, okay, wow, Erica's actually doing a good amount of things in this game. And she could be a, a decent and a pretty good winner of season 41. And I think tonight we really saw, you know, she really – saw a huge visibility spike in terms of confessional. She found the advantage she, and then she won the final five challenge. And then, you know, Xander's talking about how she's underestimated and the jury's like, no, you're kind of underestimating her yourself. And I, and I think Erica deserves her flowers because I mean, look, Erica was, I mean, in terms of things that she did well, she clearly was in the middle of the pecking order where even though Sham wanted to take, to take her out, she wasn't the number one threat on the board. So she was always like well positioned in the game. She never was like the most, um, the biggest threat, but she also wasn't like the clear goat like Heather was. So she was like in the middle. Then she also made a lot of good relationships clearly with Ricard and Heather and she made other good bonds along the way. And she's lucky that Ricard was able to stump for her and be a really big advocate for her on the jury. And then she also, you know, was able to survive. And I think, and maybe you can attribute this to her being like a communications manager. She's very good. I wrote some of this down over here, which is why I keep looking down. Um, she like really had a good social game where she was very perceptive of where people were and what the relationships were. And she utilized her bond with Heather as a duo to kind of swing back and forth and make some moves. So I do think Erica deserves, a, you know, a lot of credit for her game. And I think that to your point, again, she was kind of under, under edited. And I agree with what people are saying in our comments here, Dylan, where it's like, yeah, I can understand maybe why they didn't show her a lot, but I would have liked to see more from our. She's our first winner in seven seasons. I, I would have liked to have seen. I'm sorry, did I say our first winner in seven seasons? <laughs> Feel, it like, feels like it feels like it's been seven years since uh, we've had a winner. It feels like it's yeah. been seven years. My, my brain is already fried. <laughs> our first female winner in seven years. So I would have liked to have seen more of Erica's game. Um, honestly, I really wanted to see more from her, but obviously, I can understand like what you're saying, like why the show maybe didn't give us that much at the start. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, I, I feel a little bit for her um, because she's probably watching this season at the beginning. Like, I won the season. I know I won. They read the votes out there. Yeah, I know I won. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be featured, you know, as like the one of the stars of the season, obviously. And then for her not to basically have a confessional for like five episodes to start the season. 
I mean, she's probably sitting there like, what is going on here? Like, was I not a good winner? Like, I feel a little bit bad for her in that sense. But I really think that, you know, with Luvu winning so much pre-merge, you know, I, again, I wish that they would have maybe told the story from her perspective because it would have made sense. We would have been able to see what was going on more. Um, But I think that, you know, Survivor, I think it probably they probably got a little bit tired of people reading the edit. Plus, they also wanted to tell her story the way that the rest of the cast saw her. And that was underestimated. But, you know, we could call her underestimated, but at the same time, um, we have to remember that Danny and Deshaun did try and throw a challenge to get her out pre-merge. So clearly, while she was underestimated by several, um, you know, by by several, she was underestimated by several players in this game. But I think, you know, some people that were closest to her kind of saw the potential. Um, so I, I wanted, you know, just highlight a few things that happened during the season that kind of, you know, hinted that she could go far win. Um, she had, you know, that moment where they tried to throw the challenge and they didn't throw the challenge and they were talking about how they could regret not throwing, you know, regret, you know, ended up, you know, winning there, how Nasir screwed it all up. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's kind of iconic that Erica beats Deshaun in the end when he tried to get her out basically the entire game and threat tried to even throw a challenge to get her out. Then, you know, the whole hourglass thing was interesting. It was like kind of our introduction to Erica. But she did have a few interesting quotes there where it was like, uh, I'm a lamb. I want to turn into a lion. She mentions also, you know, several times that she wants to be the first, you know, woman winner in seven seasons. Um, so I think it was kind of trying to hint to us. And it also like they always gave late in the game here. They gave us a lot of moves from her perspective, whether or not we noticed or not, because she wasn't talking a lot. But she was clearly the one who came up with the vote split for the Shan vote. And she also was kind of, you know, she was kind of masterminding a lot of these votes. And I do think that they should have highlighted that a little bit more than they did even though again i i get the edit they were trying to give um but yeah i think ultimately it, you know the end of the game this episode kind of put together all the pieces of the game that erica played and you know i was able to understand why she was deserving of a million dollars at the end um now one thing i do want to talk about is the way the votes went it was 7-1 in terms of erica you know erica went 7-1 based on wikipedia danny was the one person who voted for deshaun xander Xander yeah. gets zero votes. And based on what we saw all season, based on what we saw tonight, I, for one, was shocked that Xander got zero votes. I wanted to get your reaction to the 7-1 vote. Um, what your thoughts were, how players may have, you know, screwed themselves at Final Tribal Council or who they brought to fire making. What did Xander do wrong here? How did Xander get zero votes? Was it this was a big mistake by the jury? Yeah, so basically, this is very interesting. I mean, you, Dylan, you know, and for people that don't know, I would do watch, you know, with my family, with with my dad and my sister, and you know, they're more you know casual than we are. You know, you and I, we do the podcast, we listen to other podcasts, we dissect the episodes, we go on Twitter. They just watch week to week, so I kind of like that because I kind of get like a super fan perspective and then also like a casual viewer perspective as well. And they were both also shocked that Xander didn't get a single vote. Like I, I think I told you coming into this uh, night. You thought, you know, we said this in the podcast on Sunday, you thought Ricard was going to win. I thought Deshaun was going to win, but we both acknowledged, okay, Erica could win and Xander maybe could win and Heather was not going to win. Um, and I think the whole night I was saying to myself, okay, well, if I think Deshaun's going to win, and I think I think as the night went on, I think I realized he's not winning. He kind of burned way too many bridges. It's, it's not going to happen. And then I think that's when I realized, okay, Erica's going to win. I think when Jeff went to, went to go get the votes, I think I said to myself and to my family, I was like, I think Erica's going to win this. Um, but yeah, I, I guess to answer your question about Xander not getting any votes, it's just so interesting because I would have predicted either Deshaun winning and Xander maybe, maybe getting like second with like one or two votes or 
Erica did win, but I maybe would have guessed Erica won by a vote of like six to one to one or, you know, five to two to one. I, I would have thought Xander got at least one vote, either from Nasir. Nasir seems to give Xander a lot of credit. They had a good bond out there. I think Danny did, did respect him as a competitor, but he also respected Erica. I do feel bad. I do feel bad because I think Xander definitely deserved, you know, credit for playing a hard game, especially since he's only 20 years old. I just think it goes, it goes back to what I said in our finale preview, where unfortunately, I just think that's because he's a 20 year old kid. And, you know, some of these people are like in their late twenties, their thirties their forties survivor comes down a lot to, and some people clearly don't understand this on Twitter, but it's survivor comes down to who do you, Obviously, who do you have the best relationships with? Who do you like? But also, who do you want to represent your season? And who are you okay to lose to? And unfortunately for Xander, and I think this goes back to Liana's question about, you know, social awareness and, you know, how he's perceived in the game. I just think that people were maybe like, you know, we don't want to lose to Xander. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy and all. He's very mature for his age, clearly. And he's obviously very smart with the way he played the knowledge is power a situation. But we just don't want to lose to him, or maybe we don't respect the game that he played, and we respect other people more. I mean, we heard in post game interviews, Danny basically said the the reason why Xander didn't have to play his idols because everyone was like, "Yeah, we're gonna bring him to the end. We don't think he can win." So, unfortunately, just maybe because of you know who he is, and I think that's that's unfortunate. People just didn't either want to lose to him, or people just thought that he wasn't a big threat, or they just didn't really think his game was worthy. I will be really curious to see Dylan what's gonna come out in post-game interviews and what people are going to say. I'll be curious to know, and, and and we can go into your next question, which was about, you know, maybe the decision that he made. If Xander does bring Heather or he doesn't bring Erica and Erica's not there, does Xander beat Deshaun and Heather? I think that'd be an interesting question to figure out. So I think that there's a lot to unpack here. Um, and I think Green Bay Packers fan 14 makes a great comment here. I feel like this jury was all about social awareness slash game control, he says. Uh, they just didn't see Xander as socially aware and they didn't, and they didn't see Deshaun as a move maker. Mm-hmm. So sense. I think this is pretty much spot on. And I think that um, Xander's obviously, as he called it a fallacy in this game for him was not, not being as socially aware and as socially aware as the other players. Um, at least, you know, one of the ones that were sitting right next to him. I think that a lot of that comes with being only 20 years old. Um, and I think from TV, it was a lot, probably a lot easier to see Xander's game um, than in, on the island. Um, personally, I'm definitely upset that Xander did not at least get second. Um, I honestly thought Deshaun had a strong chance to win, but after this episode, it was kind of it was kind of clear that he had burnt all the bridges socially. While early in the season, he had a phenomenal social game, it kind of burnt out a little bit. And I think Xander had a really like, like the fire. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Xander had a really strong close to this game. Um, at least a pretty strong episode today, I would say. And there was like a moment where you know, after reading um, after reading the exit interview with Danny, I was like, well, Xander doesn't really have a chance. And a lot of people thought that, but there was several moments in tonight's episode where I was like, I think Xander actually is going to pull this out. Um, I think maybe the maybe the edit was misleading us in terms of just like making us think that you know, kind of giving us a roller coaster with Xander all season. Um, and look, uh, I just want to give Xander credit, first of all, because I think, again, I think he played a phenomenal game. I think he played a better game than he's given credit for. But at the end of the day, I think he he had some of his final some of his final tribal council answers were great, but it ne- it wasn't necessarily convincing enough to to give it to him over Erica. And I think that um, I think that, you know, that mainly the one question that Liana asked was like, when did you display social awareness? 
And he kind of was like, he paused for a little bit. He didn't really know what to say. And then he kind of, I mm-hmm. think that there were several instances where he, where he displayed social awareness, but he wasn't exactly able to articulate it. And I think that was a big, a big thing. And Erica, you know, she kind of spun it where, you know, I was on the bottom, but like, this is what I intended to do. And this is what I had to do. And even if she, you know, exaggerated some of that slightly, like she kind of, she was like, she was perfect in, uh, in final tribal. I think that, you know, Ricard also even asked her, like, none of us really have relationships with you except for me. Like, why should that not matter? And she explained it perfectly. She's like, yeah, I'm just not that person. I think sometimes like when you just own who you are, um, it comes off as more authentic where Xander seems like he's trying to manufacture an answer for the social awareness thing. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, I think Xander played a really good game. I think that he should be a candidate to come back in a very, in a season very soon. I think that he's a type of player that could learn a lot from, you know, playing one time. And now let's get to, you know, Xander. Well, oh, what were we going to say? Yeah. I, I was just say quickly. I, I think you're right though. I think that, um, you know, like they both spoke very well. I was actually like, I, I'm somebody who really takes into account, how you perform a final tribal. I know people on Twitter, I think Rick Devins even's like the jury mostly knows who they're voting for by the time they walk into final tribal, but I'm somebody who like, maybe it's my days like back in mock trial, but like I'm, I'm somebody who really pays attention to how you answer the jury questions and how well you speak. Like if the jury asks you a question and you don't answer the question, that's a lot of negative points because you, you have to just be able to present your case very eloquently and, and very succinctly. So I think to your point, when Xander asked about social awareness um, and he c- couldn't really answer it, granted, I think he had a lot of good answers tonight. I thought, I thought honestly, he performed the second best. I think that Deshaun didn't really do super well. I mean, Ricard called him out and he said, basically, Ricard, you're wrong. And that's not what you should say to a jury member. So I think that, uh, Xander, for his performance, should have at least gotten second. But Erica did a really good job of answering the questions. Xander did as well. But I think we saw hints of this as the finale went on, like, Xander reveals when he's making his decision of who to take with him, he says, you know, I think that Erica, I can beat Erica. I don't think she's played as strong as game as me because when the truth bomb happened, the jury reacted and they don't respect Erica. And the whole jury's like, no, like you misunderstood that. Like, that's not what it means. And Shan's even like, no, that's the wrong interpretation. So I think that was a hint of saying like Xander played a good game, but the jury maybe couldn't respect his game because he didn't like fully get the awareness. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just think it was just really interesting in terms of how they both answered the questions and, you know, like what was asked. Yeah. And I, I think I, I want to get to the, to Xander's decision at the final four. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he had a choice as, as an immunity winner, um, by the way, great, you know, classic challenge there and great job by Xander to pull it out. That is a challenge that I would be horrible at. Um, that, that being said, oh, uh, 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 the balancing with the, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Yes. Um, that being said, he had the decision um, on who to bring with him to tribal council. So if you asked me before tonight, I would have said that he should bring Erica and Heather with him. Um, but um, after what happened tonight with Erica kind of getting out Ricard, it seemed clear to me. And basically, Heather straight up told Xander this, that Erica is the only one that could beat you. Um, and I think Deshaun kind of was was not really a factor at this point. And he still chose to bring Erica. And clearly we saw um, and, and send and send Heather and Deshaun to fire. I think we saw, you know, uh, prior seasons having a big impact on Xander's decision for sure is like we've seen, you know, players go to fire and that give them a big boost in the end. Um, and I think that he he feared Erica and Erica doing that because had she beat Deshaun to get to fire, um, then I think that everyone would have seen it as she took down Ricard, she took down Deshaun, 
like she is the winner. And I think that he kind of read that right. But ultimately, he had to weigh, you know, am I fine with her getting here? Um, or should I just or, or am I fine with her, you know, not doing anything to get here? Or should I actually like give a risk of her boosting a resume with a chance that she does go home? Um, and based on the way she was making fire, and she even admits this, that I think she maybe would have lost fire um, to Deshaun. And then you have an interesting scenario. Well, does Xander beat Deshaun? I think that's an interesting question that we have to find out. So ultimately, I would say, obviously, Xander made the wrong decision here. Um, but, you know, and again, I think this was major a major social awareness thing. I'm still not positive he pulls it out, even if he makes the right decision. So I think it's interesting there. Um but yeah, just that was a very uh, confusing thing that I don't think anybody saw happening. But first, before I let you talk, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I said that Heather was not going to make the final three. And next thing you know, we have one of the craziest fire making challenges of all time. I don't think anybody anticipated Heather sitting at fire, but there it was. Uh, and Deshaun pulls that fire. But yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> shout that out quick. I sent you the meme. They had us in the first half. I'm not going to lie. Like, like they, they really they really got us where Heather's fire creeps up to the rope it's burning it a little bit and then it falls back down. Then she gets back. But by the time her fire gets back to Sean's is already burning the rope and she loses by literally, by literally seconds. Um, that, that was, I will say, I have to be honest. And I, and I, I liked a couple messages about this on Twitter. I still don't like final four fire making. I still wish we had the original final four vote, or I guess in the case when it was a final two, a final three vote. I missed the old school style voting. And I, when I wish that the uh, fire making wasn't there, but I'm not going to lie. This was pretty exciting in that back. Like not to sound like a hypocrite. I thought this was out of the, out of like the seven seasons we've had fire making. This was the most fun to watch. Like I was literally on the edge of my seat. Like, yeah, Tony and Sarah was obviously great to watch too. Don't get me wrong. But like, I thought for sure, like, Oh my God, Heather couldn't win a challenge all season and she's going to win this at the end. And then she doesn't. And that's the story that she came so close and she tried her best. And I'm like, I, I was on the edge of my seat. Um, but yeah, no, to, to answer, oh, you, do I say something quickly? I was going to say, I texted you in all caps while the fire making was going to go on. I said, Heather got the first ever, ever, uh, never gave up in every single challenge and then eventually finally wins one at the end. And I thought that would have been like a phenomenal like thing. Like, I think that would have been hilarious and like amazing on so many levels. Um, so was, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed she didn't end up pulling that out. Um, but again, props to Deshaun for what was a crazy comeback. Yeah. And, and then in terms of his actual decision, I mean, clearly he made the wrong decision. One thing I'm actually sad they didn't do at the, the after show, which we're going to get into the after show in a few minutes, but um, I'm surprised that Jeff didn't, and maybe he did and they didn't show it. I'm surprised he didn't take the chance to do his classic, like, okay, hypothetical Xander, you do, you do this instead. You take Heather Deshaun Sean beats Erica, like jury. How do you vote? Cause like he's done that before where like he, he, he did that with Russell. He did that with Brad Culpepper when Brad uh, voted out Ty and took Sarah and Troy Zan with him. And Jeff will tell you, like, listen, you made the right choice. Or, hey, based on what the jury's saying, you would have won. You, you made the wrong choice. So I would have been curious to see if Xander took Heather with him and Deshaun beat Erica. And it's now Deshaun, Heather, and Xander. Does Xander win or does Deshaun win? Or if I'm making this up, if, if he takes Deshaun and then Heather beats Erica. Like, I'm just curious, like, what would have happened if he made a different decision? Clearly... I think we see that he made the wrong choice by bringing Erica with him. I do see his point that if you put her into fire, you give her a chance to boost her resume. But here's the problem though. If you put her into fire, there's a chance she doesn't make it there and she can't plead her case in the first place. So this is why the final four fire making the one thing that I'll give it, even though I still don't like it is that there's still like no 
like one right answer to this because there's so many different situations. Like we see Chris Underwood put himself into fire to take out Rick Devins and it works. We see Dominic say to himself, oh, I could take out Wendell and put myself into fire, but I can't risk it. Wendell wins and he ends up, you know, winning in the tiebreaker. And then we see, uh, uh, what's, 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 what's it called? Uh, was it Nora? Yeah. Who won fire making in Ed Islands of the Adults? Was it Nora? No, no, no. Uh, Nora won immunity and she took Tommy with her, right? Right. So I think and then was, she made Lauren and Dean do fire, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I believe so. And then Tommy is our first winner. No, I'm sorry, no, now Erica. Tommy and Erica are the two winners who were brought to the final three and, and they ended up winning. So, like, there's no, it's like sometimes the fire maker wins, sometimes the person who wins immunity wins, sometimes the person who's brought, like, there's no one clear answer to this, which is why it's really complex. So, I think he made the wrong choice because even if Erica, yeah, you put her into fire, which can build up her case. Yeah, she could, but if she loses fire, she can't even get there. So that's that. That was the wrong choice. I think. I think her him making the wrong choice there was what was why everyone was questioning his social awareness. Honestly, also is like is like they're like, all right, well, maybe some of this stuff is luck that he pulled off if he was like that unaware of to bring Erica with him. And you um, and, and you texted me. You texted me, and, and you could tell tell the, uh, the the chat um, what what you were saying to me, where you were worried that she was like duping him or like deke deking him where she says to us in confessional like oh um oh you're going to uh i i know how to make fire because i did it on the island but she's like oh xander i don't know what i'm doing and he second guessed himself so you were worried like he she was like duping him right uh yeah i mean i i wasn't i wasn't really sh uh you mean you mean uh erica was duping xander yeah yeah and, and it, maybe maybe it wasn't you maybe i saw it on twitter but i, I could have sworn i saw something where people yeah. were like Oh, is, is she deliberately like trying to like deceive him so she, he faces her in fire and she takes him out? Because if she if if she takes Xander out and it's Deshaun and Heather, I think Erica might win in a landslide. I don't think I don't think she was trying to do that because I think she thought she had it in the bag if she got there and she did. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, obviously Xander makes the wrong choice. Um, and I personally like fire making. I think it's a good way to to end the season. Um. But anyway, um, let's like, kind of dive into the uh, a little a little bit of early things that happened in this episode. Reminder to everyone to like the video, subscribe to this channel, really helps us out. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Soul Survivor Pod. Subscribe on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, and more. Um, but let's get to early in the episode. Obviously, um, everyone's brought to a new island to start this seat uh, to start this finale. All five of them, and they basically have to live with nothing, no shelter, and they're immediately given an opportunity for an advantage, which was a head start and immunity challenge and ultimately erica finding this advantage is probably why she wins the game um i think it's i think it i think it is, is you know i, I don't want to say she would have lost if she didn't find it but i think there's a decent chance she's voted out that night uh if she doesn't find it um even though you would say like okay because well because think about it so ricard comes in second but not by a lot like it was pretty close at the end it looked like I think that if Erica does not have that challenge advantage, then Ricard probably wins immunity, and then Ricard probably wins the game. Um, just because okay. I think I think I think he probably wins fire just because he's good at everything and probably gets to the end and wins. Um, that being said, also obviously I think Erica could have had a chance to go home that night had she lost. Um, even though like a lot of people are saying Deshaun, like I think that Erica kind of emerged as a big as a big threat to some at the end. Um, now I really liked that. I think that the advantage was cool. I think that, you know, the advantages, you know, challenge advantage is something we've seen a lot late in the game. Yeah. 
but I think the way they had to unscramble words and to give them a clue and like everyone's running around, I thought that was like a pretty great moment. And I also do want to give, you know, Erica credit there because that's something on a resume. I think she took out Ricard because of finding that advantage. So fun fact, um, I knew this was going to ha- happen. Like not Erica finding the advantage, but I knew like what the phrase was going to be because what I found out from listening to some uh, podcasts this, this weekend was um, if you did the game within a game, which I, I know you and I kind of like looked at them and we, we try to guess what they were, but we, we didn't like do every single one. But if you did every single one and you went to the website that Jeff told you to go to and you were to enter in all of the answers, it actually gave you letters, Dylan. And the letters actually spelled out your treasure hangs where the trees down. So I knew coming into this episode that that was going to play, like that had to do with the advantage in some regard. I didn't wow. know that it was going to be a challenge advantage. I just knew like that was going to come into play. So as soon as I saw the, the letters to unscramble, I'm like, okay, well, this is what it's going to be. And yeah, no, obviously hats off to Erica for finding it and her winning that challenge, um, which obviously seals Ricard's fate. Now, I think if, Ricard wins that. If Erica doesn't find the advantage and Ricard wins that challenge, he wins immunity. Obviously, Xander is not going to, he, he's not, he can't play his idol on Ricard because Ricard's safe. Xander play, saves himself. I do think Deshaun still goes there. I think that people are still very upset about Deshaun with, from the night before. So even though Erica maybe could have gone, I have pretty good faith that that she would have maybe maneuvered so that way Deshaun would have won because she was mad at him. Heather was mad at him. Um, Ricard wanted to vote him out um so i I, so let's see so if if deshaun goes there and then i'll I'll let you address that yeah go ahead i was gonna say my brother brought up a great point he was talking to me during the episode he goes that last that final four challenge was records challenge like he would have won that challenge i feel pretty confident um and in that case um i think even if deshaun gets voted out at five erica gets sent to fire 100 because clearly Ricard saw erica as a big threat so you think even if Ricard fights in the final four challenge with the balancing on that boat, you think that he beat Xander? Because Xander seems Xander didn't Xander only fell once at the beginning. He didn't fall again after he fell the first time. So I do think, you think that Ricard still would have beaten him? Yeah, I think Ricard beats Xander in immunity, probably sends Xander and Erica to, to the to the to the fire, where my guess, based on what we've seen, is that Xander probably beats her in fire, and then I think Ricard would have swept the final. So I think that I think that that advantage, her finding that, was a million dollar advantage potentially. Yeah. I, I I would love to hear from interviews if she didn't like. Obviously, the show tries to make it look like Ricard was right behind her on the puzzle. Like I would be really curious to know, like, did she just beat Ricard? Where if she didn't have that head start with the ropes, would Ricard have beaten her? Because Ricard's very good at puzzles. Like, would would Ricard have beaten her, or was she already too far ahead where he wouldn't have mattered? So I'll be really curious to know. To your point, it was it a million dollar advantage? Did that really determine our season? And I, and listen, we talk about things all the time, like the butterfly effect, where one little thing affects the whole season. Because you're right, if Ricard wins that challenge, he wins Final Four, he wins the games. So that one thing of her finding the advantage changed things. You also mentioned earlier in the podcast, Dylan, that Deshaun, in terms of the story, tried to throw a challenge to get rid of Erica, and he couldn't do it because in the Nasir, if Deshaun succeeds. And Erica goes home that night. Obviously, the whole season's different because our winner is not there. So it really is. I mean, same thing happens in like fantasy football. Like, like it's crazy how like one little thing, one touchdown, like one little thing, can impact everything else. Like that—that's the butterfly effect. 
Right. Um, I, I think there's a, there was a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of this in every single survivor season, but there course, was, a lot absolutely. Of this, there's a lot of this in, uh, in, in this season in particular with all the advantages and stuff. Um, but you know, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, some other stuff that happens, you know, in this episode. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about Ricard. Um, Ricard is somebody who obviously goes at fifth. And I think, I think, you know, everyone would agree that Ricard is the number one returning candidate from this season, without a doubt. I think, um, I think Ricard played a phenomenal game. I think he was literally one, as I said, one, one, um, you know, looking at the right tree away from winning, from winning the game. Um, I really think that that that's how close he was. Um, so yeah, so shout out to Ricard, who I think also just had a very good, and I, you know, some people I saw, you know, were saying that they didn't like the way he was acting at final tribal. He was maybe acting a little bit confident, cocky, but I think I don't think personally, I don't think that at all. I think he played the game possibly one of the best easily. I mean, I think everyone agreed with that. And the second thing is that I think that he had the best grasp on the game. Obviously he was there one of the longest, but he seemed to have such a great bond with everybody. In addition to being good at challenges, being good at strategy, he had such a great bond with everybody that he seems like, you know, he really had a great, you know, if we're talking about social awareness, his social awareness was best in the game, possibly like it was really incredible to watch. So, you know, shout out to Ricard. Now I want to bring up one scenario here as, as he goes out. And honestly, I honestly almost forgot about this whole scenario because there's so much to talk about. Obviously there was a conversation between Ricard and Xander where it seems like there was a chance that Xander was going to play his idol for Ricard and save him. Um, I, you know, you, uh, you saw it and you texted me, what is he doing? What is he doing? Why would he do that? I saw it and I was like, why would he save Ricard? You know, this is obvious to vote out Ricard. He's been saying it. Everybody's been saying it. And then my brother texted me and he said, and he brought up a different, a different, uh, and also Hef, I should also say, by the way, was texting me during this, uh, shout out Hef. Um, and they were saying that they thought that it may have been a good move contrary for Xander to use his idol to save Ricard. And their reasoning behind that was that Survivor is all about control. Um, a lot about control, I should say. Um, a lot about, you know, who looks like they're pulling the strings. And if Xander had saved Ricard, it could have looked like um, the fact that, you know, he was kind of controlling what went on. And, you know, he was kind of setting up himself to, you know, end up being the one to get out Ricard as, you know, whereas now... Erica is the one who gets out Ricard. If he saves Ricard and gets him out of final four, whether he beats him in immunity or takes him out in fire, it would look like he's the one taking out Ricard or he would be the one taking out Ricard and not Erica. So I thought that was like an interesting next level kind of interpretation of the reason. But I think, you know, personally, it's just too much to kind of rely on yourself beating Ricard, who's been dominant in these challenges. Um, it just way too much for risk to play. But and I think that the jury may have saw right through it based on what we saw yeah. at the end. Um, again, this was in real time, these discussions, but I want to get your thoughts here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I think that's a very interesting point that that uh, Tyler brought up. Um, it, it's always so interesting because I mean, they say not to be cliche, they say all the time perception is reality in terms of like what you see on the island as a player, like what that what you see is your reality reality like that's what you believe so it really would come down to what the jury sees like if if xander places idol on ricard they see a, they see one of two things they agree with your brother where it's like okay wow xander is actively saving ricard xander has the control xander's making a power move good for him or they see it as ricard's social game is so good that he's the biggest threat by far 
and he got Xander to save him when he wasn't safe, like they could see it either way. And I do think the jury would have seen it the latter. I think the jury would have seen it as Ricard is clearly the best threat. He got out Shan. He's won three immunity challenges. He's our guaranteed winner. And this would tie back into the social awareness thing where like they would say, why would you ever save Ricard there? Like it's not good for your game. Cause if Ricard wins one more challenge, he wins the season. So I can see that other perspective of, yeah, Xander's trying to assert control and he's trying to say, no, I'm a power player. I'm making these moves and I'm dictating the game the way I want it to go. However, I, I think the jury would have seen it as you're, you're taking the biggest threat and you're not understanding the moves you need to make where you want to get there with Heather and clearly and Deshaun, you want to get there with those two. You, Xander, need to get out Ricard and Erica. We see that. We think you should see that too. So I, I never thought it was going to happen. I'm like, there's no shot he does this, but it was very interesting to see it play out. Yeah, I, I do agree with that assessment. Um, but I, I think we've kind of went over pretty much everything that happened in this episode. If you, I, I want to maybe um, talk about Deshaun a little bit. Um, I think the truth bomb ended up being what sunk his game at the end of the day. I think everyone was so kind of appalled by it on the jury and uh, and like in the game that he kind of almost looked like he was drawing dead halfway through the episode, um, which was pretty crazy because after he won the fire making, I was like, well, maybe, maybe he could kind of play his way back into it. But they, he, I mean, it looked like they were really, really turned off by that. Um, but good lesson for him to learn. Cause I would not be surprised if he's back as well soon. Um, anything else you have to say or anything that we're missing before we get to the reunion show? Yeah. I, I, I have a couple of quick things before we get to the, to the reunion. I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we're about 40 minutes in and we still have to get through the reunion and also through our audience questions. So there's a lot to unpack and I know we don't want to keep people like it's almost midnight by us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to answer Deshaun, I mean, again, I, I think you and I were both right about some things and we, we were both wrong about some things. Like you, you were, you were right that Heather wasn't making final three when I was wrong about that. But then I also was right that I think I knew Ricard wasn't going to win the season. So we, we both had things that we were right and wrong about. But um, I guess what I under what I underestimated myself was I thought Deshaun could have been our winner of the season because so much of the, the, the post-merge focused on, you know, his story and how, you know, he was dealing with the, the Black Alliance. And, you know, it, people were talking about, you know, things from his perspective he, he had a lot of confessionals we spent like 10 minutes last week going over the previous tribal so i thought oh and again this taught me you can't read the edit anymore because the edit will mislead you that erica was our winner if you told me if you told me up until the sham boots and granted i think like you said erica made that great split vote plan so i should have realized this is erica's you know you know coming out party in terms of her doing well you told me before the Shan boot that Erica was winning. I would have said you're you're absolutely crazy. The edit does not show that. The edit shows Shan winning, Ricard winning, or Deshaun, maybe Xander, not Erica. So I can't read the edit anymore, which is good because I don't want to get spoiled. But anyway, I guess I what I underestimated was I thought Deshaun could still bounce back from this. Like he could say, oh well, you know, I I was emotional, but I was passionate, and I, I and he maybe could spin it where he would get like Danny's vote or Shan's vote or Liana's vote and like two more. Clearly not the case. Clearly, he only got Danny's votes, and honestly, I think he got Danny's vote because they were they were uh, bros out there. I, I think I, I have a feeling leaving Ponderosa and Dylan. You can tell me if I'm wrong about this, and I'll be interested to see this in post game interviews. I'm curious if the jury knew already Erica was going to win, and Danny's like, "All right, is it going to be unanimous for Erica?" And they're like, "Yeah," and he goes, "Let me throw a vote to, to Deshaun, my boy. Let him get second, um, because I feel like." 
that was the vibe that I was getting. So, so yeah, so I, again, in the end, Deshaun was not going to win. The truth bomb was too bad. He handled, handled the Shan boot very poorly. So it's unfortunate, but I think you're right. If he comes back, he's learned a lot. And I think he could be a very apt player on a second return. Yeah, I, I think Ricard definitely went to bat for Erica Ponderosa because, like, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people didn't seem to have a great relationship with Erica. And again, that wasn't because she did anything wrong. It was just like that's her personality, and she even admitted that. Um, so I definitely think Ricard probably pitched pitched Erica to a lot of people. I think the plan was probably to for most votes to go on Erica, but I think the game was still kind of out there to be won going into Final Tribal. And I just I think that Erica's speech was phenomenal. Like she killed every single question. Um, it was like even me watching and underestimating Erica this entire game. It kind of like put all the puzzle pieces together and kind of like made me understand why she won this game. So I, I think she did a great job. Yeah, like, like, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not going to quote everything, although I feel like I might want to go back and rewatch the final tribal just to kind of hear more about what she said, knowing that she wins. But like, there was one question where I think at the end, Danny says, Erica, I want to give you props as a competitor. And I think you were underestimated. And, you know, can you maybe just speak a little bit more about how you're underestimated and how that played into your game? And listen, I, I know in real life, she's like a communications manager. She just opens up by saying, look, I walk into a boardroom. They think I'm the intern. They think I'm the person getting coffee that I'm just there to watch. I'm the one running the meeting. Like people always underestimate me. And that lets me be in the shadows. That's that lets me make moves, control the things the way I want them to be controlled. So I thought she answered that really, really well. So yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to compare this to obviously to like a Todd Herzog final tribal, which people obviously cite as the best final tribal performance of all time. But I think if you're going to go out there and play survivor in 43 or beyond, and you're looking at okay, how did Todd do in Final Tribal? Um, who was who was like another good speaker? Like, like how did how did like Tony or who, whoever is you think is a good speaker in Final Tribal? Mainly Todd. I would also say if you're gonna pick like five people, I think Erica had a really really eloquent Final Tribal Council. And I believe that ironically, Erica compared herself to Todd in the pre-game. Right, right. So, so I think that's interesting. Um, but let's get to the reunion show. I don't want to touch on this too much, um, just because I want to get to questions. I think that's more important. Um, personally, I know that this reunion show had to happen given the circumstances out there, but I, I don't necessarily think I liked it that much to me. It was a lot less, uh, captivating. Um, it was a lot less captivating than a live reunion for a lot of reasons. One, I mean, I think it's great to see everyone like basically like a bunch of months later, um, and like having to reflect, like having reflected on the game for so long. Like, I think that like kind of everyone was in a little bit of a state of shock. Um, at this reunion, like, I mean, think about that. Like, Xander obviously thinks he played this great game, is like no food in the system, and gets zero votes. Like, that's crushing. Deshaun, you know, thinks he played this great game, gets one vote, and loses. Like, that this stuff is crushing. Um, so yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Um, there were, you know, some interesting things we got out of it, but personally, um, I hope we go back to live reunions as soon as possible. Yeah, I think, I think my, my stance on this is very clear. I think I prefer live reunions. I hope that with 42, we get a live reunion because uh, 42 was already filmed. It's going to air in the spring of 2022. And as long as the world is you know, fine with vaccines and stuff by May or June, whenever the season ends next year, um, we can have a studio audience and they can do it however they want to safely. Um, and obviously I want that to continue because I, I like the live vibe, the audience roar when the winner is revealed, like just some of the things. But I think I texted this to you. This was cool to see. If this is like a one and done, I'm fine with it. I, I want to go back to live stuff. 
but I really do think that this was so cool to see for the first time where Jeff says, Let's, just to let you guys know, every season we bring out pizzas and champagne and we kind of have a little hangout, but we never do this. And just seeing the, um, the crew come in and then people drinking the champagne and having the pizza and just going over all these things like right after the game happened. It, like Jeff said, um, when he teased the finale, it was very raw. It was very interesting. People were in shock. They just got out of the game. We're hearing their quick thoughts. They haven't had time to watch it back, let things settle in yet. Um, so, again, I thought it was very interesting. I, I really think it was cool to see. But I would prefer to go back to the live um, shows in the future. Yeah, and uh, everyone could start getting their questions ready. I know a lot of people have uh, already thrown in their questions, but if you have any more questions, uh, feel free to you know to type it. We're going to get into them right now. Um, but also, you know, while people get their questions, one more thing is I think that like you know the fact that it was like live right after the votes happened and the final tribal council happened, it was you couldn't you couldn't do the thing really where, where you were like, all right, if Xander had made the right, made the decision yesterday to do this, what would happen? Like, I, I, I like, it's like a little bit too far. I think in the moment, obviously like you probably have Xander and Deshaun who were crushed at in the moment losing. Like, I don't think you need to, uh, to kind of do that right there. Like a day after it happened, I think it's like a little bit too much for them. Yeah, like, they, like, you know, like I think they were already in like a state of shock that like, I think Jeff probably didn't want not want to do that. I yeah, think that I, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to read their, like their facial reactions. I mean, I mean, obviously they were all very shocked that Jeff read the votes right there. Like they didn't expect Jeff to read the votes. And technically Jeff was like half right. This is the first time he's going to re reveal a winner since Borneo, but technically we read the votes on the Island in ghost Island, but that's a little technicality. Um, I was trying to read their faces and I think I don't know if Erica knew she won. I think Erica looked like she, she felt she had a pretty good chance to win, but she, it wasn't like I'm the winner. She kind of felt like I have a good chance to win this game. Deshaun to me almost looked defeated where I, I and again, we, we, we always say we only see like a snippet of tribal council. Usually tribals go for hours. We just see it for a short period of time. I think the way Ricard like threw him under the bus and the way Deshaun just got like called, like a crybaby by Shan. I think Deshaun knew, like Troy Zan, I think Deshaun knew he wasn't winning, so he was kind of just like, whatever. Xander looked, not, not like he was going to cry, but Xander just looked very just emotionally spent. He just looked like very drained. And I think the vibe that I got was like, I think because he kept hearing, you brought Erica, you brought Erica. I think he knew in the moment I made the wrong choice. So again, I don't know if Erica knew she won, but Xander to me looked like, I, I think I just lost. Yeah, yeah, I think Xander looked like notably like disappointed and stuff because I think it was clear that like he he knows he made the wrong decision. But yeah, let's get into these questions. Oh uh, wait, sorry, one last thing. Sorry, one, one last thing. One last thing. Before we get to the questions, and maybe someone will ask us as we're going. Do you want to talk about the quick preview to forty two right now, or go through the questions first? We'll go through the questions first, and then we'll talk about forty two. So, um all righty so looking through here oh ryan you could also you could monitor the question yeah i was gonna say we have a couple of questions but we also yeah. have some comments as well that i want to go into as well so yeah, let's see um ba -ba 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 -bum. i mean two things that we saw really early on from both Bonilla and ohio state they basically both say that they're very they're congratulating erica for winning but they would have liked to have seen her be more edited and more emphasized throughout the season as a winner. So I do think that's something that we can agree upon where they should have showed our winner a bit more, but maybe they were just trying to experiment with you all underestimated her. And so did the players and like, this is her story. So, Yeah. 
Yeah, I I do feel for I feel for Erica in terms of that because I think she probably expected a lot a lot different of an edit, and I do think it was one of the weirder winter edits. And you know, we did go over that a little bit earlier. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I thought the fire making challenge was really good. I thought Heather was going to beat the Sean. Yes. I mean, again, it, it just looked like Heather was going to win that fire making challenge. And you you know what was interesting that they changed the colors to blue and yellow. Did you notice that for the flags? Yes. Which is interesting because there was a whole like thing about about wendell yeah. drop, the, the drop, drop the four drop the four keep the one change the colors of the fire well, apparently <laughs> orange apparently orange right. is cursed so right, right. that was interesting i noticed that um we talked about i actually see i see an hold on before we go to the uh, green sure. bay packer comment here which sure. um i want to go to uh k Bonilla here again um he says erica got that uh sandra heroes villains edit this is actually an interesting comment and one that i was i was thinking about throughout the week i was you know i heard a lot of people saying to themselves saying on podcasts on other podcasts that they thought erica had a decent chance to win this and i'm sitting here like i felt so confident that it was going to be ricard for so long and i was like i don't really think they're tricking us i think this is a mike holloway situation where he just wins out and wins um but you know then i was thinking back and i was like you know you think back to survivor of season 32 mm-hmm. where personally i was like it's gonna be aubrey it's gonna be aubrey uh, Ty played a great game with idols and then it ends up being Michelle and like, and nobody really yeah. sees it coming. And then you look back and you're like, okay, I could see the game that she played. Um, and then, you know, here, here is villains where it's kind of like two people who, you know, you expect to get a lot of votes basically the entire season. And then the, the jury sees it differently. So I, I think that th- that's kind of an interesting comparison. Um, er- uh, Erica, I think, you know, you could make an argument that her game may have been better than Sandra and either of her wins, but uh, I think, you know, that's a conversation for another day. Um, but I think that she did get a very odd edit that came on strong at the end. So I think it's interesting because I, I saw a couple tweets about this as well. And if I can find it, maybe I'll even pull up, pull it up on the screen just so people can see it. I can use the share screen function. But um, people were saying, like you mentioned, she can win. And she was super underedited. But if you kind of like look at her compared to other winners, she's technically not the most underedited female winner. There have been some that have been less edited than her. And even still, she's right around the percentage of some others. Like, can I share my screen really quickly, Dylan? Yes. Okay. So let me just, I, I actually haven't tried this on um, StreamYard yet. So let me try this. I, I do it. I do it at work all the time, but I haven't tried it on here yet. Can you see this? Yep. Okay, so just really quickly, uh, Rob's fact checker says on Twitter, you can see here like what Erica's like percentages in terms of confessionals and how like over or under edited was. Like clearly, Sarah and Kim were like very over edited. You can see that she falls right around like the Sandra, the Sophie, the Vesepia, the Natalie. So like, even though she wasn't given that much editing, it wasn't like she was completely invisible. So she did get some confessional. She was a little under the norm. So she should have been more towards the. The, the the white percentile of like the 6.7 but it's just interesting to see that she's not the most under edited and she's kind of around some of our other female winners wait let me just uh wait but put that could you put that back up quick oh, my bad our question and uh and the branding thing was uh blocking it a little bit so I just no you're good you're good go, you're good go, go go all right all right cool so yeah so now everybody can see it clearly um yeah i think i think you know obviously one of the more under edited winners but not like by that much um again uh, there have been, you know, I, I think that another thing here is I think that she can be compared to Sophie a lot 
in Sophie's Sophie mm. win is like she had the big win to take out Ozzy in the immunity challenge, whereas Erica had the big win here to take out Ricard, who was, you know, a challenge beast. So I think, you know, she's pretty comparable to a lot of the players that she's around here. Um, but okay, we could go back to our normal yeah. setup here. All right, and back to comments. Yeah, so let's see. I was looking at Ohio State's fan about uh, thinking that Heather was going to win. I mean, I, I thought it looked like Heather was going to win there. And I, I thought for sure Heather was going to get to the end. She was going to be like, I made fire. And then people were going to say, like, what did you do? Like, like what did you do this whole game? So uh, that, again, was very um, interesting. I was on the edge of my seat for that whole challenge. Um, we talked a lot about... I'm sure you go through, I, we have a lot of questions and comments, which is great. We, we love all this interaction and we have a, a lot of people watching as well. Um, we talked a lot about the social awareness and the game control. And we talked about Pete, the jury, not seeing Xander as socially aware. We talked about, um, you know, Xander's decision. Here's a question. Who do you think would have won if the final three was Xander, Heather, and Deshaun? So I guess this question assumes that Xander brings Heather with him and Deshaun beats Erica and fire. I think it's tough call. I think Xander probably pulls it out in a close vote, I'm going to say. Um, but I think there's also a chance that they knew they were never giving it to Xander. Um, I think this one would have, I don't think Heather would have gotten any votes, um, except for maybe Erica. So I think that probably, I think Xander probably pulls out in a close vote. Cause I think that ultimately, I think he's, I, again, I think his answers were very solid. I think he screwed up the most important answer. I think that that could have been tolerable if that was his competition, then I think he would have been asked follow-up questions. Um, so I'm going to say Xander wins in a close vote, but I think that I think you could easily say Deshaun also could have won. I, I do agree. I, I think if Xander is there with uh, Heather and Deshaun, unless Deshaun performs a lot better, which there's no evidence to prove that he would, I think Xander, if he answers the questions properly, especially that one question, and Erica's not there, I do think... Xander could have won. I look, think Deshaun maybe would have gotten one or two more votes, but I think Xander could have won. Look, I, I I think this could be the script for uh, Xander second chance too. Is like you know you know where it like gives everyone's backstory, and it was like last time I went, you know, Xander could be like uh, you do the yeah. Xander invitation. Go, it was like last time I uh, last time I took the wrong person to the to the final three, and I and I lost because of it. This time I will not do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? so it's you know I think yeah. Xander will be back, and I think that he'll grow from this decision. Mm -hmm. Uh. I do see Green Bay Packers fans question right after this about the ranking. I want to get into that a bit later because I do see a question that talks about both Erica and the season. So I'll get into that in just a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, to answer this other question about why did... So just really quickly, do you think Xander didn't take Heather because he overthought it? Like, do you really think, like, I'm taking Erica because I can beat her? Like, he was saying that Heather deserves some more credit. Like, do you really think he just overthought this? And he's like, I, I can't take Heather because, like... I, I can beat Erica. Like why, why would he just not take Heather straight up? I think, you know, and again, the question from a uh, Kevinia 2.0 here is quote unquote, why did Xander not take Heather? And my answer is that, yeah, I think he overthought it. I think that survivor is a game that requires a lot of critical thinking. And on day 26, where he had no food in his system and he'd already thought about this whole game. It was like, maybe the most simple decision was like the one that he thought was the most complicated. Um, and sometimes, you know, it really is the simple things. Um, so yeah, I think it was a classic overthink by Xander after, you know, really like thinking critically on a lot of situations throughout the whole game. It was like, well, it's sitting right in front of you and, um, you don't, you don't see it. And I think maybe, maybe he didn't have a good enough social relationship with Erica that he couldn't see this. Um, but I, I think it was an overthink. 
Yeah. And I mean, a couple of people are saying like Xander should have made fire himself against Erica. So like, do you think that Xander should have pulled the Chris and like, well, wait, so Cabanilla says, do you think Xander should have pulled a cr- Oh, no, sorry. He uh, clarified and said Erica. So do you think Xander should have put himself into fire? I think there's two things here. Either you put yourself into fire to take out Erica yourself, or you don't bring Erica. You take Heather and you hope that Erica loses, right? So I don't really like the the assumption that you need to that you need to take someone in fire and beat them I agree. in order to win. I think that you don't have to do that. Um I think that it's it's maybe something that people weigh a lot. Like Chris Underwood's situation was so different. He needed to do it. He needed to he, take he, out he, need, yeah. he needed to do it. Um because he, he just needed to do it given that situation. I'm not gonna get into all of the season 38 stuff. But uh Xander did not need to do he did not need to do this in my opinion. And I think that so I, I don't I don't think he should have pulled to Chris Underwood against Erica. Um, it, obviously, if he had, then he could have, you know, he could have gotten her out. But I think that he could have just sent her to fire. It looked like she couldn't do fire. I think he could have just sent her to fire against Deshaun and he, she probably would have lost. So, so I don't wait, think he need- So wait, do you think that just, do you think that she actually could make the fire or do you think that she was being a little bit? No, I think she had this comment. I don't know if you missed it. Um, I think she said it in the reunion show. She said something like, like, no, like I actually struggled to get fire. Like when I was out there on the island alone, like I really struggled to start my fire. And like, I was, I don't know if you remember that episode, but she was like, had a yeah. confessional where she was so proud of herself for making fire. And she was like, she even said, I'm pretty sure in the reunion, she's like, it took me so long to make fire when I was out there alone. Like I can't make fire. Like, I, I think that she legitimately could, was not good at making fire. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess what I, I perceived it as was like, yeah, she struggled to make it on the, uh, the, the exile Island, but now she now she knows how to make it and she's better at it. But I, but I guess what you're saying is, well, she made it, but she struggled to do it. So she maybe would have struggled against Deshaun. So maybe Xander should have put her into fire. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, this is the question that I had referenced earlier that was a bit more complete. So I'll, I'll address it here, but I'll also give credit to um, uh, who asked it earlier. I think it was Green Bay Packer fan, but Dylan, we're going to have to talk more about this in the off season, but just your quick fire thoughts. We obviously reserve the right to change it as of right now, just hours after the season, where would you rank this season? And where would you rank Erica as a winner? Ohio state thinks the season would be in the low twenties out of 41. I think that's about accurate. I would maybe say, I think that's around accurate. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to comment on where I would rank Erica as a winner because I don't think it's like appropriate. To, I like. I want, I want her to have this night. You know. I want. Like, oh, absolutely. I think, you know. I, I think. I think. Uh, I think she deserves a lot of credit for everything. Um, I agree. I, you know. I think she deserves. She deserved the win probably a lot, a lot more than a lot of people think. Um, but at the same, uh, this season, I would say it's probably you know it's a low. I would say it could be. It could be possibly like borderline bottom ten. So like around low twenties sounds about right. You mean, you, mean, you mean bottom half? No, I, I mean, like, I think it could be somewhere in the 31 to 41 range. Oh, uh, really? No, like, I, I don't think, okay, I should specify. It's not bottom five. It's probably not bottom seven. I think it could possibly be, I think it's probably somewhere around, like, the 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, around there. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, you mentioned something that was pretty significant um, a few podcasts ago, and you were like, well, you were like, when everyone... Um, when there's so much advantages in the game, it, it makes people like not end up playing their advantages. And I think that that's something that they may realize for next season, something that 
um, was a major problem. Like, I think we could have had a lot of huge moments in the season, but we didn't because of that. Yeah, basically what, what I said was like when there are too when there are way too many twists, it actually has the opposite impact that the producers want. It forces people to play more conservatively. People just play very you know close to the vest. They will maybe make a simpler decision, stick with their allies, and they won't take or take bigger swings just because the game is so fluid and there's just too many complexities. Um, to answer Ohio State's question, I actually will completely agree with you where. This is Erica's night. I'm not going to rank Erica right now. I do think, you know, five months down the road, a year from now, I'll maybe see where I can rank Erica. I do think she's a really good winner, and I think she deserves a lot of credits. Um, If I have to rank the season right now, and I can always change my mind, I'm a little bit higher than you, but I'll say somewhere – you're saying like 27 to 30 is what you said, right? Somewhere in there? Yeah, I think so. I will go like – as of right now – somewhere between 20 to 24 and i'll and I'm, so i'm a little bit higher and uh, than you are and i think the reason is because i think it's i think it's like a middle of the road season where there this was a great cast the post merge was amazing Every, everything from like the tiffany boot all the way until the end was really really exciting um i thought that you know there were a lot of interesting moments honestly on the show a lot of good conversations it was really important for the history of the show with a diverse cast I think the advantages really hurt us. I think the knowledge is power. We're lucky that it didn't work out and Liana kind of got busted by Xander. I think, I think if it worked out, people would have said this was, this was way overpowered. It broke the game. It was stupid. We all don't like the hourglass twist. One of the worst twists ever. <laughs> and I, don't you love how um, in the reunion, Jeff says the one that Danny likes and Danny is like, ha, ha, ha. like Danny hated that twist. Like we didn't see it on the show, but Danny like said to Jeff, like you lied. This is the worst twist ever. And I texted you, Danny in an interview said, would you come back? He goes, if that twist is back, I'm not coming back. So like we need that thing gone. So I think the twists and the overabundance of advantages really hurt the season, but it was a really good cast. So I'll give it like a yeah, middle of the road right now. I think we're going to see a lot of people back from this cast. And in fact, before we go over the rest of the questions, yeah. uh, be sure if you are watching this right now, be sure to comment live or comment on the actual video players from this season that you want to try and see us have on the podcast. Cause mm-hmm. we will do, we could. So, um, all right, let's keep going through the question. I think we only have like uh, three or four more questions and then we'll call it a night. Cause we're already past yep. an hour. Um, <laughs> so last few questions. Do you think that the fact that Erica didn't talk to most of the jury helped her play? So you mentioned this to me where like, Ricard was, uh, I said that Ricard was kind of giving her a lot of praise. Ricard was the one that was kind of pitching her game and say, you all may not know what she did, but she was really, really impactful on the strategy of the game. And I think you were saying maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that she didn't have those deeper relationships because that maybe led people to underestimate her. Um, so I feel like it's an interesting question because I think you want to have bonds with everybody, but the problem is you can't have like two too strong bonds because if you break those bonds people are going to be very mad and they might be bitter at you so i feel like she was really close with heather obviously she was really close with ricard i think she and xander had a good connection at the end out there so i think she made in my opinion the right amount of connections where i said she was in the middle of the pack where she was never the safest but she also was never like the biggest threat she was able to like ride the middle and like kind of just jump where she had to jump so i feel like she made the right amount of relationships would you agree or disagree yeah i i think she had an interesting comment that was like uh erica had an interesting comment at the final tribal council where she was like to me so like i was like to me social game is uh your is really your social awareness 
and not and not how many relationships you can make. And I think she makes a good point is like not everybody's going to create a zillion of relationships. She created relationships that are ultimately important to her winning the game. Um, and that was Heather's relationship because she was always a vote by her side. Um, clearly, Ricard's relationship was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she knew when to make relationships. But like she said, if you're a player like Ricard and you're liked by everybody and you're good at challenges, like if you're liked by everybody, you're going to be an instant threat. So I think that she kind of had an interesting take on that, that maybe the most social, maybe the best social game is not the person who makes the most relationships, but the person who kind of knows their social standing. So I think she, I think that ultimately to answer KBNE's question, do I think that she didn't talk to most of the jury? Did it help her ploy? I don't think it hurt it at all. I think, yeah. I think it probably helped it at the end. Uh, last few fire ty 15 was the win deserved uh, i think so i think it was deserved yes i think it was deserved um ah this guy in the chat mr tyler bird says do you think about the shot in the dark uh, sorry what do you guys think about the shot in the dark after having no impact on the season so we can get a little bit more into this as we maybe just talk a little bit about the preview for 42 um actually you know what don't do while we're here because I, I think this is like the second to last question we have let's just jump into the preview for 42 to answer Tyler's question. So I think it's going to have an impact. Well, let's see. So 42 is, was filmed right after 41. So the players that are going to come in soon have no idea how it played out or how it was used. We only saw it used once this season with Sydney using it and it kind of backfired a little bit. And I think because it backfired a little bit on her, everybody else was way too scared to use theirs and people thought that their vote was very important, especially in smaller votes, your vote matters a lot. So I can see them not wanting to use it. Jeff said in the preview for 42, you're going to have a couple of the twists you saw this season, you're going to see in 41, but we're going to tweak them a little bit and adjust them. So I guess to answer Tyler's question, do you think that, well, first of all, do you think, what do you think about it in general, Dylan, and how do you think it'll impact 42? I think it's fine. I know it didn't have an impact really, except for that one vote. I think it's it should be there as a hail mary. I still think it could present if if properly if properly executed, it could present a, a perfect, amazing tribal council. Um, I don't think that that's one of the things that'll be tweaked. I think it's going to be there, but if it flops in forty two and no one uses it, I think it's done. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be there for forty two. I don't think it's one of the things that's going to be adjusted. I think one of the things that'll be adjusted is probably like no. No uh, hourglass twist and stuff like that. So that's what it'll be adjusted. You know what's sad? I feel like I saw an, an image of an hourglass in the preview, but I could be wrong. Jeff basically said you, most of the stuff you saw this season, you're going to see come back and we're going to tweak some things. And I feel like now that he's filmed 41 and 42 and he's heard some of the feedback, I guarantee you 43, you're not going to see the hourglass again. And I don't know if you would see the shot in the dark, but we'll see if it has a bigger impact on 42. And, uh, and yeah, I, another, another scenario thrown out there. Well, if Erica doesn't get this twist, does she win the game? Cause she was one of the favorites to, uh, to go out right away at the merge. So I think that's interesting. Obviously we'll never know the answer to that, but it's possible that the, that, that twist kind of propels her game. So yeah, that's a really interesting question to go over this really quickly. So obviously Erica was smashing it no matter what. And we know, I think honestly, if she didn't smash it, she could have went home that night. So, right. so that, that's what I'm saying is like, she was incredibly vulnerable at that point. They were fresh off of trying to throw a challenge. She, you know, she was on the bottom, her going out there um, to another Island, obviously it was the twist that we saw, but her even being separated from the group put her even more on the bottom. And then all of a sudden she had this twist where she's automatically immune. And all of a sudden, like, like, 
you know, has happened so many times in Survivor history, all you need is a couple more days to kind of cement your standing. So I think ultimately saved her from potentially being a merge boot, or I should say the 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 vote before the merge, as Survivor called it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because look, I mean, people, if I, if I remember correctly, the, the tribes like drew rocks or they drew buffs or whatever it was to see what teams they were on. Nasir and Erica didn't have a team and then she got sent to um, exile. So yeah, this would be really interesting to see if history was changed and who got it because Erica might not be our winner, but that's very interesting. Um, yeah, I want to get I want to get to the 42 preview real quick because I don't want to sure. run uh, too late here. And then I that's think fine. we should wrap up. Um, but yeah, th- first of all, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for um, uh, for watching throughout the season. Thank you to the new people who came on um we look forward to you know you guys coming back for next season and coming back for off-season interviews that we do interviews or you know just preview stuff with season 42 obviously we'll keep everyone posted with that on social media but let's get to the season 42 preview i think it it looks i think it looks pretty pretty good um i think that it looks like we could have some great characters again um all of a sudden we had that one guy who was like i broke uh i broke the what was that i broke the world record for pull-ups with 100 pounds on my back i was like Okay, that is interesting. Like that. Is that what I, he said? Is yeah. Because I, I, I was so like delirious from everything. Is that? Did he say like I did? I had the record for the most like pull ups or sit ups with like a hundred pounds on my back. That yeah, that's what it was. It was pull ups. That's crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> so anyway, I think it looks interesting. I think that you know we have we'll have an interesting cast again. I think that there's potential in that cast. Obviously, we'll you, until we're out there. But it's 18 new players. Do you think that Jeff loved the? the three tribe formats. Do you think we're going to go back to three tribes? I think it's going to be the same thing. Oh, so you you think it's just going to be like the same thing, just with a few tweaks here and there. Yeah, basically. I think, I think they have it all planned out. Um, similar to 41. They just adjusted the things that, that did kind of flopped. Um, I'm here. are The things I'm most looking forward to, and we're probably going to know this sometime around when 42 films, uh, when 42 airs, I should say. I want to know what the cast for season 43 is going to be like. I think that we're way overdue for second chance too. Um, my gut tells me that they're going to wait another. T- I think we're going to have at least one more new, one more season of newbies before we go to second chance too. But I mean, the second chance too is a no brainer for an upcoming season. There have been so many players, whether it be this season, season 41 or prior seasons like you know 30 the 30s that have been new and need to come back and haven't come back so i want to put throw that out there first of all is that second chance two is an absolute necessity i'm going to say it again second chance two for 42 for 43 or 44 is a necessity um i'm excited to see if 42 could produce as many great players as season 41 in my opinion produced because i think season 41 which obviously concludes tonight um we're going to see a lot of these players again yeah well listen as we teased we're going to have for all the new people out there and also for a lot of our returning people, no pun intended, we're going to have, you know, off-season content before we get to 42, which I think the premiere date sometime end of February or early March, one of those. But we're going to have off-season content where we, we hopefully will get to talk to some people from this season. And hopefully we get to go over a lot of concepts like either like a deep dive or like Dylan said, second chance. So don't be surprised if in the coming weeks or in the coming month, you see a podcast from us where we, and I'll share my screen again, not not tonight, but in the future, where I have like a little tier list where maybe we'll show you who we think is the most likely to come back from this season and just give our explanations for them. So just be excited for a couple of interesting things uh, as we approach 42. 
Yep, yep, sounds good. I got nothing else to say except for be sure to like this video if you haven't already. Subscribe to the channel. Follow us on social media at Soul Survivor Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to all of our uh, to our podcasts on all the platforms: Apple, um, Spotify, anything else you may listen to. Um, and yeah, also be sure to comment on this video. Any thoughts you have on the winner? Um, you know, should should Xander got more votes? Should Deshauna got more votes? I want to hear everybody's comments. Let us know in the comments as well who you want us to have on from this season. We'll try and see what we could do. Um, and yeah, got nothing else. Yep. No, I just as always, I know I know I sound like a broken record. We do always appreciate the support. We had a lot of live interaction tonight, a lot of people still watching. We really always appreciate the interaction and the support. We wouldn't be doing it without you. It's it's my favorite part about just you know interacting with the survivor community. And we look forward to seeing you for the off season um, and then also for 42. So for the, the last time, Dylan, uh, the last time for season 41, we have nothing else for you. So grab your torches, your pizza and your champagne and head back to camp. Good night. <laughs>